as you share your story, we get to know you. I like to try and figure out by the end of the show if I can guess it and the audience can play along and figure out if they can guess what the two truths and the lie is. So I have moved 32 times, uh, not including like RV stuff, but I've moved 32 times. I have uh, jumped out of a plane and I've hiked the base of the Grand Canyon. Welcome to A Whole Lot of Shift Podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Welcome back to A Whole Lot of Shift. Today, I have a very special guest. It is a close friend and a coach of mine, Jackie Cote. I am so excited to welcome her to the show. Jackie, welcome. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so, so honored to be here, Jen. And um, I want to thank you and anybody who's listening. Thank you for putting your time because time is valuable. Time is so valuable for taking it to listen to this podcast. Yes. Listen, I wanted to have Jackie on the show because she has such an incredible story to share. And what she does with (laughs) what she has taken with her life and just grown it into and truly walking the talk, I guess you could say, living exactly what she says. So I really wanted to, to bring her on the show. So Jackie is a freedom mentor, speaker, RV adventurist, full time traveler, coach dog lover. I don't even know. Like there's so many things. I, Jackie came into my world. Here's the beautiful part. Jackie came into my world about three years ago now from a podcast just like this. Like I heard her on this podcast and I was like, I gotta talk to this lady. And so I messaged into the podcast and she was like, you know, she had shared a link to contact her, which she's going to share with us today. And I'm so glad that I did. I just knew I was like, I need, I need to get into this woman's world. So welcome, Jackie. Awesome. You know, and I'm beyond blessed to have you in my life, Jen, because it's comes, it's a two-way street when you're in this business. So whatever I might be serving you, but you serve me every day. So thank you so much. I love it. So yeah, as like you said, I'm a I'm a freedom mentor. I call myself that. But when in in, in the end, it's all about helping people get back to that inside goddess leader whatever that like magic inside that we just it's been dormant for years and i really want to help people awaken empower and own who they are inside and like like own it like unapologetically and live that freedom life of freedom adventure love but it all starts with truly loving yourself um and so that's what i do in all different kinds of capacities whether it's you know memberships this that the other thing but I do it fully on the road as a full-time RVer, which was not in the plan, let me tell you. That was not like the agenda. Like I didn't grow up going, I want to live in an RV. I want to live in a 44-foot box. No, that was not it. It was just random that after COVID, things started to like unravel like we couldn't travel. So then all of a sudden we ended up in this. So me, my boyfriend, my two dogs, actually, hold on, my fiance, because that's a new title now. <laughs> and two dogs are now, I've been on the road over a year and a half. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. I, I remember when it was all coming together and you bought the RV and I was like, whoa, like it's happening. Right? Yeah. So I remember looking out the window going, 
oh, what did I buy? <laughs> I was like, but I was excited because I was like, oh, that's my home. Like, that's going to be my home and the truck. And yeah, so that was, a, that was an experience. I love that you talk about just owning, you know, being free and owning who you are. Okay, so before, I got a couple questions about that because one just popped in my head. But before we get into that, I've asked before the show, if you wanted to play Two Truths and a Lie, and I love, here's why I love this game, because as we get to, as you share your story, we get to know you. I like to try and figure out by the end of the show, if I can guess it and the audience can play along and figure out if they can guess what the two truths and the lie is. So, so let's see. I have moved 32 times, uh, not including like RV stuff, but I've moved 32 times. I have uh, jumped out of a plane and I've hiked the base of the Grand Canyon. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm going to see if by the end, if I can figure it out. No, I love, so, you know, if I remember right, and, and forgive me if I'm thinking of this wrong, but, you know, one of the things that I love to share is kind of that shift that we all take from like listening to other people, kind of following society, doing all the shoulds or, or supposed tos. And so you talk about being a freedom mentor. And if I remember right, at one point in time, somebody told you, that's not a thing. Like, you <laughs> can't do that. Like, you can't sell freedom. You can't sell freedom. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was during the coaching journey, um, during my, like, building my business. And I've been in business for about four years now. And I have had some amazing mentors. And even the one who said this to me, like, it's amazing at what she does. And, and there's, there. There's just so much skill and talent and everything out there to help and support you in this journey. In the end, you really need to align with your support and the support has to be something that's aligned with your mission and your vision. And the one thing that I, 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 I try my best to do is to never tell people they can't do anything because you can do anything, like anything's possible. So when I sat there and I was like, you know what? Like, I just am all about, I've been this kid Ever since I was a kid, I've been like the different kid out of my family. I like left for college and then I came home for a year and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. All my family is like 2.5 kids, picket fence, married, all those things back home. All my friends were like that, but I was like, no, let's just go to Arizona. And I, I picked up and left for Arizona after college. And then I went to California. And then like, I've, I've always been this core freedom individual, but I didn't realize it fully until I got into the, the, the coaching side of things and learning how to do, use all my skills of what I do naturally into my own business. And so when I said to this coach, I'm like, you know what? I think I, I, I want to create a path of freedom for people. Like I want people to step into the freedom of freedom of being you and freedom of love and freedom of um, location, time, money, like all of that. What freedom do you want more of? Because if we're truly living a life of freedom, it's an internal game first. And so when I said that, she said, no, that's not going to sell. So maybe business coach or something. And I was like, ah, that doesn't align. <laughs> so, so, but I, but you know, it's interesting. It's like, I, I stuck with it for a bit. And then I realized, you know what? I, I need, I wasn't listening to myself. And so I went rogue last year with no coaching. I got rid of all my coaching, ended programs, ended relationships. And I just sat and listened to me. And when you said like, when you said about getting back in lot, like owning you, I finally got to listen to me 
and I learned how to own me in that moment. And I took a couple months off and I was like, okay, what do you want to do? And that's why the membership that you're in with me, like that's where that came from. And so many things burst for me, just getting back in touch with me and aligned with me and not listening to all the noise. The noise means well, don't get me wrong. The noise means right. well. It's just, I, you got to take what you like and leave the rest. You know, that's one of my favorite sayings because it's got to align with you and that just didn't align with me. So today I'm a freedom mentor. <laughs> no, I love that. It's, you know, and it reminds me of, you know, I remember there was one time I had an old manager tell me I could never be in a client facing role. I, I, I had to be somebody behind the scenes. I could never be the face really? or, and I was like, <laughs> watch me. <laughs> right. That's interesting because I already have these client relationships. I'm not, you know, and at that point in my, in my career, I had already done some freelancing, you know, and, and done some bookkeeping on the side as like a side hustle, whatever, completely by myself, obtained my own clients, was the face of what I was doing. And I was like, holy. <laughs> that cracks me up. <laughs> So mm. it's, you know, it, it's so important that I think, you know, we understand that sometimes these things are said to protect us. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they are said for other reasons, but it, you know, we, we get to decide and we get to decide what, what path am I going to take? And you get to shift from the girl who mm -hmm. just remains the good girl and follows all the rules, whatever the hell that means, to, uh, <laughs> to doing what makes you happy. But, I think I just uh, threw up in my throat it, a little bit. <laughs> By saying that, I'm like, follow all the uh, rules? What? Well, They're my rules. Of course I follow the rules. They're my rules. <laughs> well, and, you know, it's, it's, an, well, and it even brings me back to, okay, so you were told you couldn't sell freedom. And then I think about, well, look at all the shit we've been sold for how many years now that we bought into, right? Like, we were sold the whole, the whole American dream of, we. Well, to go to college and you have to get a career and oh you're a woman so you have to get married and you have to have kids and you have to do all these things too and well we were sold that so what the hell and i fought and i fought that my whole life too like i fought that my whole life right. i was supposed to go get my good job was working my way i got a degree in teaching i did not teach and then I ended up in the restaurant industry. People were like, oh my God, it's so hard. You can't really go anywhere with that. And I was like, okay. I put myself through my entire life on the rest for 30 years through restaurant. And I was always in leadership management since I was 15. And they threw me the keys at a bakery in Jersey and said, run the place in the evening shifts. And I'm like, this is illegal. Now I know it's illegal, but I guess 15 to be alone and like cash under the table, all that stuff. But it was an amazing experience. And from that point on, I've always been in leadership. In, in the restaurant industry, and you had a great life in that industry. Now, did I desire more than that industry? Of course, but I always fought that. But there was a point, Jen, where I like lost, again, back in my early 40s, where I lost connection to, I was listening too much, this is before coaching, way before coaching, but it's like, why don't I have kids? Why don't I have that normal life? And why don't I, like, I, I should be, I should be like getting married and I should be getting, having kids and I should be shitting, yeah. all, shitting all over myself, right? And so, it was around 40, 42, where I was like, no, this is the life I'm supposed to be living so that I can do exactly what I'm meant to be doing in life. Had no idea that it would turn into this coaching industry thing later on. 
But man, like, thank God. I, I, yeah, please excuse all the exterior, like, outdoor camping stuff that you might hear in the background, guys. That is my life. <laughs> so, yeah. I real. You're getting the yeah. RV adventure in real time. That's my awning. That's my RV. That's the leaf blower guy over there. <laughs> but, yeah, so, so really going a line, like, it's a gross journey but constantly figuring out, like, really come back to you. Come back to you, own you. And if you don't know who that is, like, who that is, because it's been a dormant for years. I mean, sometimes it's been dormant for 20 years, that that powerful woman, that, like, childlike way, like, you got to awaken her up. And that's what yeah. people like Jen and I are here for, you know, to help awaken it, awaken what's in there. Let them come yeah. out and play. <laughs> Man, it's truly life changing. Like, like once you see it and you become aware, like you, like you were living some sort of zombie life. You're like, who was that person? And mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's just it's wild to me. It's wild. So, what was that moment? Tell us, walk us into how do you how did you become a coach? What was that moment where you were like, no, this is the final straw. I'm not doing this American dream bullshit anymore. Right, but they. It's, it's kind of funny. Like you were just saying like that awakening moment. I was in, um, as I said, 30 years of the restaurant industry, but I was always in operations, which is a really, it's a gift of mine to be able to help people see what they can see, move them up their levels or promoted 300 plus people doing that. Cause I loved holding that gift and raising it higher. Whenever they got to it, they would like get a promotion. I'm like, all right, let's keep going, you know? And, and that was the, the joy of my, of the, what kept me for tw the 28 years. But the last two years I went into another company that I did an office position, corporate office position. Now that's like a animal in a cage for me because I'd never been behind a desk, behind a computer. Ironically, I'm behind a computer all day, every day now, like with my business, but I'm like, I'm going behind the computer. So that two years, I was like, I was learning a lot of stuff that I was just not liking, but it's okay. I was like, there's a reason for this. Now I know because of what I do now. Cause that was a layer I didn't have in my life. I didn't have the technological side behind the scenes. I had the people side down pat, the coaching side down pat, but still I knew nothing about coaching Jen, nothing like not, I knew football coach, soccer coach. And then one day during my misery of those two years, I say misery in a positive way. Um, I had a friend on Facebook and it's someone who also has been in this industry. He worked at Starbucks with me back in the day. And he was posting something about coaching and about being really happy, like really loving like this, this, this. And I was like, hold on a second. You've been doing this for decades too. And I know you're not that happy. So I called him and I was like, so I booked an office at my job. I booked an office and said I had a meeting and I had to take a meeting. And I talked to him for like an hour and a half. And one of the things he said to me, he goes, imagine doing everything you're really good at. And um, without having to deal with like being told like you can only vacation one time a year. Like, but doing it in your own business, basically. And I was like, sign me up, sign me up, like right now. Like, I want to do everything that I do naturally in my own business. So I ended up signing up for the schooling, the HCI Health Coach Institute schooling. And I was like, well, shoot, I haven't been in college since 1994. Ugh. So I hadn't been in college since 94. So this was, this was uh, 2018. And I decided just like to go take the schooling. Well, ironically, two months after I started the schooling, I got fired from that job because I wasn't meeting expectations. Another thing I'd never heard in 30 years, never right? not met expectations, whatever that meant. And so, but that was this moment, this like, oh, hold on. Now I've been, I've been, I've been in two months in this world of possibility. 
so I can see the possibility of what I could do, but was I ready? Hell no. I was like, I can see the possibility. I saw other people doing it and I was like, okay, you have two choices. You can go back and get her job and do the smart, do the, 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 the smart thing. The thing that you should do is go back and get the job, get the benefits, be safe, like foundationally and yada, yada. Or you can take a risk and bet on yourself and start to like put yourself into like building this business that's like possible. But I had no idea. So what did I do? I took six months off and I traveled and I just, I didn't even like, I did my schooling and I went through the schooling and stuff and I didn't even like try to market the business or anything. I just needed a freaking break. I hadn't right. taken more than a week vacation in 30, 30 plus years. Since I was 14, I've been working and I hadn't taken more than a week vacation, but I took six months off and I traveled seven times, like in small, like whether it was three days, four days, seven days. And I was like, oh, now that I've tasted freedom, I'm never going back. And that put like the, the solidified the fact that I was never going back to a job because I couldn't get that much time off at a job. I couldn't right. go wherever I wanted to go with the job. And fast forward, then I ended up hiring a one-on-one -on -one coach in 2019 and then that landed me into the coaching world. But I knew nothing about coaching in the beginning. And I was just so amazed by that there's like this industry where I could serve people with my gifts and do it in my own thing. So that was the, getting fired was the best day of my life. And I remember one last thing. I remember driving home and my shoulders felt relaxed after getting fired, like losing my six close, close to six figure income. If I was getting, if I got a bonus, I maybe crossed over, but it was never. And, I, and that's what's funny, Jen. I never got to cross over the six figure income thing because I wasn't worthy of it yet. Right. So I take accountability for that. I didn't feel worthy of it. Uh, uh, and a year and a half into coaching, I did. And you know, it, it's so amazing. There's, there's a couple of things I want to touch on there because I think, especially right now, a lot of people are experiencing all these layoffs and, and in some cases getting fired as a way to downsize workforce, um, which is so uncool, but I do want to speak to, I mean, it's traumatic. Like it, it's, you know, we've been told our whole lives, you have to have a job. You need a job. Mm -hmm. It needs to be a longstanding job. You need benefits. It's the only way to go, you know, and, and like your life is your job. And to suddenly be told this is no longer, it's, it's traumatic. It's like, oh, wait, but now what am I? Who am I? Do I have value? What am I? It's traumatic. Traumatic. And, but it's interesting to, cause you know, I, I've had the experience too. And I remember something similar when you said you were in your car and all of a sudden you noticed though your shoulders were relaxed. Like I remember, um, when I had gotten laid off one and I went over to my coffee pot and I, I was pouring myself a cup of coffee, like trying to just like, you know, kind of download what just occurred. And, and I was crying, tears are streaming. And I was like, Oh, this is just best fucking cup of coffee. I think I've had. I don't think I've had Yes, yes, and yes. Like, it's so crazy to, to, to experience this. Both of those emotions, absolute terrifying fear, not knowing if you have any value, and a sense of absolute peace at the same moment. Like, I can't. It, it's bizarre. It is. It is. It is. It is. And it's, 
it's funny because I had people calling me because they did it very sudden. It was like a Monday morning. They made me drive in my hour and a half commute and let me go. Couldn't you just let me go Friday and enjoy my weekend? But <laughs> Friday morning, I get up and I go in and I had a feeling my intuition was telling me something was going to happen. And I remember people were calling me all the whole way home. I cried for a little bit on the way from the place to the car, sat in the car. It's like, okay, you know, this feels really good, actually. This is, and that same feeling you just described, I was like scared. Where's the money going to come from? How am I going to pay my bills? Um, I can go get another job, but do I really want another job? And I would go through all the thoughts. And then the other side of like, oh, I'm done with this. Like, this is like that, like, that was like, that was the sign. Like, cause I just learned about signs and universe and stuff for the past few months. And I was like, that's a sign that like, someone's trying to tell me like, okay, this is done. But then people are calling me and they're crying and I'm not. <laughs> they're like bawling for me and I'm like don't worry about it it's okay you know like I'm I'm good and they're like what and I, it's just it was like it was that just proves to your point it proves that you can get to have the duality of fear and excitement at the same time and so you get to choose do you want the fear to fuel the excitement or do you want to squash the excitement and like stay in the fear no like I use the fear to like fuel my excitement in that moment of like, oh, oh, I can like kind of go for, you know, what it is. And I did get job offers, by the way. Like I did get people like, offering me jobs and I turned them down. That was the scary. That was actually scarier than getting fired, turning Careful down the job. <laughs> I had never in my, like, I had always been told if you get this job offer, like, like you, you need to take, you might not get a job offer. You right? have to have a job. And I, I was, I, I know, I was like, you've got to, you don't have a job, you got to get a job. You don't have a job, you got to get a job. And there was just something inside of me that clicked in that like two months. And I was like, no, no, I don't. No, I don't. I get to be free from it all. And I get to create my own thing. And I'm scared as hell, but I'm going to do it. But you know, it's funny to me too. And I think especially people who... A lot of times, you know, entrepreneurs, as they, they kind of enter that world, if they really look back, like there was always something a lot of times, maybe there's stories about, and I, I know that you've got a couple because we've talked about it. And like part of my stories, I remember my grandma used to send me stickers and I would sell them on the playground to make money to buy after school snacks. And, and I'd be like writing grandma a letter, like, Grandma, I love the sticker so much. I need some more. Right? <laughs> Grandma was little like, scam artist. <laughs> Stammer. Oh, like the third grade. And I'm like on the playground, like for a nickel. Now, the garbage pail kid stickers, though, those were like prime real estate. But like scratch and sniff, the, the bubbly, like sniff. liquid ones. The bubbly ones. Those, those were premium <laughs> as well. Those were, exactly. man, that was an upgrade. So, but it is he's love it all those things you're like wait a minute there's always been this this side Mm -hmm. of me that could you know really do something and it's like we were just told time after time after nope here's the path you have to follow yeah i i'll share mine my one of them was this is going to show my age a little bit but okay i'm proud of my age uh 50 50 and fabulous but the uh, gas shortage, I sold coffee in the gas shortage in the 80s. And I stood like the line went past my babysitter's house because my mom passed away when I was five. And so beyond that, those years were in babysitters because dad worked. And so the line went past that. And I would sit there with a little tray with my cute 
chubby face and was like, you know, for, I don't know, I think it was like a quarter at the time or a dime, I don't know, something. And they dropped dollars because no one has changed, right? So they dropped dollar bills and I'm like, thank you. I'd run back. Then I found out later on that like my babysitters actually took the money, but that's besides the point. I still sold it. Then the other thing was I took flowers from people's gardens because I thought there's, and, I, and I'd wrap them with foil, like paper, wet paper towels and foil, and I'd sell them at the lemonade table. Like we would have to, and I'd sell other people's flowers. And I was like, sorry, neighbors. <laughs> I didn't make, I made sure I made, I made sure it didn't look so obvious that I took flowers out. It was like a really big bush of something. I don't know. Like I'd made sure it was very, like still looked pretty, but enough for me to sell. <laughs> right. Right. That is so funny. So tell me, so I'm curious. So obviously you're coaching now and I know that I'm, I've been in one of your membership programs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just hit the one year mark, which is super exciting. I just, I know. Oh, I know. It's so that exciting. Super exciting. Um, okay. So tell the, tell the audience, you know, what, what is, cause I know I learned about coaching from a reality TV show, which is super exciting to me. Um, to look back at that now, but I just remember I was watching this show and I was like, I need one of those people. I need someone to like follow me around and tell me, no, you're, you're settling for less. What are you doing? What are your thoughts right now? Like, like I, what, it was a reality show and these life coaches like followed these women and it was, it was so interesting. I remember. I've never heard of that. I know it, it was, it was really old. I don't know. This would have been. Like around 2010, maybe even 2014 ish. I don't know, but it was, um, and it was like women in crisis. And so a lot of them were single moms or maybe they had just gotten over an addiction, but these were not therapists. These were life coaches trying to help them learn how to, um, just freaking navigate the ups and downs of life. Good guy. Um, so good. That's the, that's a good reality TV show. <laughs> it was amazing because what I loved was they would follow these ladies around and it was more about, okay, what are you settling for? Or I just heard you say you couldn't do that. Let's, let's talk about that. You know, it was mm-hmm. just, and I was like, freaking. Mm-hmm. So tell me, I'd love to know what's it like to be in Jackie's world? <laughs> um, so in, 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 in the, the concept of, for my, for my business, for my career, like what I'm doing, my vocation that I'm doing right now of coaching, it, it doesn't, I don't feel like I have a single day of work. I haven't worked in probably at least two, the last two years. First year and a half, I was like, I'm trying to figure everything out and just going, okay, I'm just throwing a whole bunch of spaghetti on the wall, seeing what sticks, figuring things out. And not, and I told someone the other day that I didn't make money for the first year and she almost cried. Like, she's like, oh my gosh. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm very reality. Like what you see is what you get. You're always going to get straight up. If, you, if you're my friend on Facebook, it's exactly who I am. Jen can attest to it. There's like no difference. But I'm also going to be really, truly honest at all times. Because that first year healed me as a human being so that I could do what I'm doing today. I have the innate, I have the innate skill to be able to, gifts from God, to be able to mentor people, see what they can't see help them see that they can do more than they ever thought. It's exactly what you're describing, like like having them like think differently, decide differently. That's been a natural since I was a kid. But what well, this would never be what it is today if I hadn't gone through that first year of like looking inward. I hated, I hated being with myself, Jen. I like avoided myself for 30 years of my life. <laughs> that first year was like, how do you really learn how to love this and like own this? 
And, and without that, and I still was doing the, doing the business that year, but I didn't realize like the, the foundation that was being built underneath that. So being in the life of me now, it's like the life of like, I love being with me. Like I love being me, being with me, spending time with me. And if you said like four years ago, I would do anything possible. I was always busy. I was always busy. Work, work, work. Like, let's get all the girls together. We'd go out. Like I'd do a, I was doing, 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 doing. I either slept or I was doing you know, something else, right? To avoid just being with me. I hated being alone. I over, had an eating disorder that helps fill in the alone gap there and all. That's a whole nother story. But it's like all of that is something that helped me survive to the date of, to, to now. Helped me like, like you said earlier, it helps um, keep me safe, keep me loved, keep me belonging, keep my sanity, whatever it was. But today I'm free of all of those ways of being. I'm free of, I have different ways of being to satisfy when I have feelings. I'm willing to feel, Jen. Holy sh! I'm willing to have feelings now and I'm willing to like feel them and let them go through and not like judge, assess, beat myself up of all the things. And so I, I talk about that more than anything because that is, that, is, that is my business. Like what I've learned to do myself and what I've been able to help myself do with mentorship, with coaching, with a community, with friends, surrounding yourself with the right community, not just community, the right community. Let me just be clear on that. Um, and uh, has, has given me this life of, by, I make mistakes, I fuck up, I do all the things and it's okay. It's okay. And I just love just being the beak. I'll tell you one last thing. That's this, this, um, Akashic reading. You've done that, right? We've done that. Yeah. that. She remember she said, she's like, your core is freedom and love. It was the first thing she said to me. She's like, you are steadfast core freedom. Your core of you is freedom and love. And she's like, when you walk in a room, that's all you have to do. When I heard that, I was like, that's cocky. Like that's, I was like, what do you, what do you mean by that? She's like, all you got to do. You don't have to try. You don't have to sell yourself. You don't have to do anything. She's like, walk in the room. And that's what your magic is. People feel welcome, comfortable, at ease. They feel like they feel the light. They feel like they can move forward in life and all that other stuff. Just by you being in the room. And I was like, that's a lot to receive. No, I, I love that. And I love that, you know, you talk about, yeah, you get to have feelings, right? Because I think also like, God forbid, we don't want to be labeled as emotional, as an emotion, because women are emotional. And so in order to not do that, you know, we'll sit there and, oh, no, I'm not, I don't have tears. I don't have emotions. No, I'm not an emotional woman. Don't be too much. Don't, don't be, be too, too this. Just don't be too yeah. yeah. And I know. Well, it's just like, I remember, you know, growing up, like I was always told children should be seen and not heard. And while well, it mm. also not be seen, that might be good too. Mm. So it was always like, just mind your P's and Q's, be quiet, mm-hmm. and no emotions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I know that's so, and I love that now you get to help women in particular, it sounds like, figure that out in, in their business. Because one of the things that I, I think this is so important, you know, I, you hear a lot of things about entrepreneurship is, is hard. And I think some obviously some of what makes it hard is no one teaches you how to be an entrepreneur right being an entrepreneur is kind of like showing up into the classroom and looking for the other adult or the other teacher but like (laughs) 
that that's you. It doesn't exist. Like you are your own. You are the other mm-hmm. adult. Totally so different mindset. Completely different. And so, you know, it, it's just one of those things in having a coach helps you, I think, stay in that mindset of, yo, know, yeah, I get to, I get to make this however I want it. And I, my business gets to work for me. You know, I, I think that's where I was going when I hear all the time of how hard it is and people talking about, well, it's so much work and it's so hard. And I'm not going to say it's not work. I mean, you even talked about that your first year, you were hustling hard, not making money yet. That's a very good reality about the process in the business. But, you know, you get to figure out how to make it work for you. Like, that's mm-hmm. the beauty part. See, and the reason why that first year I was in that hustle and grind mode is because exactly what you talked about. Like, I hadn't fully shifted out of the employee mentality into the entrepreneur mentality. And the biggest difference between those two is that when you, you go to work, You work, you make a paycheck. You don't got to believe I'm going to make a paycheck. You don't got to trust. I'm getting, no, I guess so. If I got fired, I had to trust. (laughs) But it really like, it's like you show up, you make money. Like, right. You do to have, you do to have. And the entrepreneur, the biggest shift that, and I remember it's 2019, September, 2019. It was like, my coach challenged me to do nothing in October. And I was like, what do you mean nothing? I don't want to do that. I come from 70 hours a week with the restaurant industry. I was always busy, busy, busy. She's like, you're going to do what's on your calendar and that's it. And I was like, but what if somebody wants a session? She's like, book them out further out. Like, what if somebody wants to meet? That could be money. Granted, I've made like no more than a thousand a month at this point. And it had been a year. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay. And that month, because I, she, I said, what do I do with all this extra time? And she's like, you're going to go walk, play with the dogs, take a bath. So I'm not a bath girl, but go go call a friend, go to the lake, go like, she gave me like, we, we created this whole nour- nourishment list of like other things I could do. I was like, so you want me to do less and you think that's going to create more money? And guess what it did? It was my first $3,500 month. And I was like, oh, really? Okay, that worked. It won't happen again. Coincidence. So she challenged me again. So in November, you're going to do nothing. So my calendar, Jen, kept getting smaller and smaller and I kept making more money. And I had the aha hit in December when I had a, I went up to a $5,500 month in December, the month that nobody spends money on this kind of stuff. Bullshit. Right. And I, and I, and I worked less and I spent time with family and I didn't have this massive schedule and I was free for like two weeks of the year and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, you've got to believe before you're going to achieve and you've got to be willing to receive it. Cause if you don't yeah, receive man. it, if you're not willing to receive it, all of it's just going to be like, like it's going to bounce off of you like a rubber band. It's not going to, you're not going to let, let it in. And right. so I had to believe first. So it's a, that's the re, that's the change that you have to make. And if you're not there, you're going to hustle and grind, hustle and grind, hustle and grind, hustle and grind, and think that's the way. So trusting and surrendering was a big learning in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Um, so good. Oh my gosh. So many nuggets. I'm probably going to have to have you on the show again because there's, there's like so many pieces. But one of the things, you know, I preach a lot about community, and I think that's one of the things that I really love the most um, about being in your group, your um, membership program is the sense of community. Like we have, you know, kind of an ongoing chat online that we do. We meet once a week via like a video call. We get to share 
we get to share our achievements, our struggles, or everything in between, right? The mm-hmm. sense of community, it's people helping hold you accountable. You know, mm-hmm. hey, you said you wanted this in your business, and now we see you doing this. Like, right, which right. is it, you know? So how, tell me, how can Sorry. somebody connect with you to learn how to get in path with one of those communities or work with you one-on-one? Um, so typically, I get, I'll tell you, go to, you can go to my website, JackieCotteCoaching.com. But in reality, if you just come friend me on Facebook, if you're a Facebook individual, LinkedIn, Instagram, on all of them. But Facebook's my been my digital diary. It's really been a place where I, if you, because I'm a firm believer of you got to you got to connect with the vibe of, of somebody, the vibe of the coach, the vibe of the people. You got to like like the person <laughs> you know, to be with them and very that. Um, just because they have success doesn't mean you're going to jive with them. And so, come join me on my Facebook. It's Jackie. Uh, Cote, just the same name that you see here, and just hang out with me there. But then, and then you can private message me just directly. You can also go to my website. You can message me there. You can also click the link that's there to just join on uh, a call with me. And all my links for other stuff yeah. as well. But really, honestly, like I've been bringing everybody just to like come and be part of the family on Facebook with me, or LinkedIn or Instagram. But Facebook's my jam. I'll be honest. Facebook <laughs> is the best. I have to agree. I mean, you're obviously active on Facebook and, and it's funny. I say I connected with you originally in a podcast, but it was a podcast that was being streamed to Facebook. Okay. And, and you're going to learn everything about like my travels, my life, my dogs, my, my, my family. You, you'll learn everything beyond the coaching thing. So when you're there, it's not like, okay, yeah, she's a coach. Great. You know, it's, it's everything else too. And that, you know what? And I, I, I do just, in a quick second here, I want to speak to that. The importance of that, you know, I, you know, I've done that before where I hired like a business mentor based on a referral and I didn't take the time to get to know the individual a little bit better. And then as I started working with them, I realized we are not aligned at all. This just really isn't the right business mentor for me at all. So I, I strongly encourage if you are looking for a coach that you're going to be working closely with, take the time, get on a call with them, kind of get to know if they're out on social media, get to understand that. It's so important. Like you want to be yeah. aligned with with who you're working with. I call it dating, like date your coach in the free zone for a while. Like date them and they're free masterminds or, I mean, they're, they're free masterclasses. Date them in the free stuff on their pages and their stuff. Like date them for a while and then do the interview. <laughs> do the first date. Do the interview right? call and then make your decision because there's a lot of noise out there. We can get caught up in the very the noise in that moment. And then it's yes. like, oh, why did I do that? Which is no, but there's oh. no mistakes. There's no mistakes. No. Oh, I no. do believe that. I just. I it's, learned it's so just, much. Mm-hmm. So much, even from that experience, I learned a ton. Yeah, because um, I've yeah, had one of those no, too. <laughs> right? I think mm-hmm. you know. At some point in the journey, maybe we we all have, or maybe maybe we even went into business with a business partner that didn't work out. Right? Like all these mistakes are just learning lessons. But exactly. Um. Okay, so I'm going to be sure, and yeah. I am going to link Jackie's information in the show notes so that you don't um miss out on any of that. Um. I want to make sure that everybody can connect with Jackie, follow along, 
I love following along on all of your adventures. And and we've got some adventures together coming up this year, which yes. is super exciting. Um, actually, I do want to, so quickly, Jackie is hosting her very first retreat yeah. this year. And and I'm going on that. And that is I'm so excited. Um, actually, I was just looking for houses for my next one. And I'm thinking I've got a couple lakefront ones that I'm looking at. Like, oh, I'm excited for the next one. <laughs> okay, so the last thing that I want to do, I need to try and see if I can figure out your two truths and a lie. So, okay, so moving 32 times, it is, that is a lot, but I, I think it could be possible. Knowing that you love nature, I mean, obviously you're an RV adventurist. I can totally see you going to the Grand Canyon. Um, what was the other one? Jumping out of a plane. Jumping out of a plane. I, if I remember, okay, well, see, this isn't fair because I know you and I, <laughs> if I remember right, I think that one's real. Okay. I think that the lie is the Grand Canyon. It is, it is, but it is a goal of mine. It is a goal of life. It's totally not happened yet. I've been on the rim of the Grand Canyon in the rain. <laughs> oh, I haven't actually gone into the canyon. Yeah. We, the one, it was a cross country trip after college and my friend quit her job, jumped in a car with me and we went cross country and we like stopped. She fell out of the car, twisted her ankle. <laughs> we didn't really spend any time at the Grand Canyon. And we literally, it was raining and we get to this restaurant. They're like, it hasn't rained here in six months. We're like, really? <laughs> so Mike and I are going to go back with the RV and like actually explore and do maybe one of the helicopter things. I might not go hiking down into it, but we'll see. We'll see what that's like. Yeah, because when because the only way out is by foot or helicopter. Mm -hmm. if, so yeah, yeah. If you if you decide on that adventure, be prepared, boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was like, this is probably a pretty good lie because I don't know if I'd ever do that. <laughs> but I do want to like more of the Grand Canyon. So, so I uh, yeah. So if you played along in the audience, I'd love to know what you thought the um the truth or the lie was. Be sure and and comment below if you're joining us on on youtube all right well jackie it's been an absolute pleasure and i'm gonna have to have you on the podcast again i actually think after our retreat would be an amazing time because the experiences that we're going to gain from that and, and especially you know again bringing more community together other entrepreneurs other coaches other podcasters are going to be on the retreat like there's mm -hmm. so much um, that we're going to get. So I'll have to have you back on after that. That'll be quite, I'd be quite honored, girl. So yeah. Well, good. So if you want to connect with Jackie, please check the show notes. I will have her website and, uh, thank you all for joining until next time. Hey shifters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of a whole lot of shift. If you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review to help others as well. Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at a whole lot of shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.